On today's episode of First Round KO, it's our 69th episode. Nice. Uh, <laughs> we we open up the show with a little talk about how our breaks went because we just got off a of Thanksgiving break, and then we do a full recap of Week 12. Week 12, Week 12 in the NFL, and uh, yeah, that's all we do today. Enjoy. One day to call my mama to remind her we ain't broke. I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. It's a night I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. Look at him go, look at him go. Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome to... You're waiting for something for me to say, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing for you today. <laughs> go, go ahead. Just, let's, let's just do the normal thing. All right. Yeah. Welcome to First Round KO. <laughs> I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Diggers, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. Yeah, to be fair, I just didn't have a podcast on me. I was about to ask you before we started... But then I was like, nah, this would be better if I don't ask him. <laughs> well, the last couple of times you haven't, and I just, just w- dragged <laughs> just something out of nowhere. But no, today I was trying to think of a good good one. I was just like, you know, I I got nothing. Like, I'm sure there probably are ones, but nothing came to mind. I was like, eh. We're, we're a little rusty coming off a break. <laughs> we'll just, we'll mark it up to that. We'll mark it up to not recording for a week. Right. Um, but yeah, we're back. Hi. was back. Hello. Officially. Um. Yeah, we're back to, I mean, somewhat normal. normal We're back to three episodes a week. <laughs> Maybe not necessarily normal updates, but we're back to three episodes a week for the next three weeks. Roughly. Three, One, three two, and a half. Three, three or four, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Connor and I still have to talk about what happens for uh, Christmas break. We still have to decide that. I haven't really given it much thought. So I mean, I'm about to go buy myself a new headset anyway. So I mean, right. to do so, if, so I mean, Skype calls should probably sound a little bit better on my end. But then I'd have to figure out how to do Skype calls on my. Li- yeah, there's a lot to look yeah. at. Um, but anyway, once we figure that out, you guys will also hear about it. So we'll keep you updated either on the podcast or on social media. So, Connor, how was your Thanksgiving break, man? There's a hair stuck in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, short. My break was short because I left Tuesday and then I came back Friday because, of course, the football game on Saturday. So it was short, but it was good. It was a, it was a even when I was here on Friday, it was, st- it was still good to just to not have anything, of course, minus a football game, which is the biggest right. thing. But no, it was good to not have many responsibilities just, like, yeah, not, just, nice just to relax school, and yeah. to see family on thanksgiving that was that was cool that was a lot of fun and uh yeah no how was yours it was good uh best word that i uh thought of to describe it would be a roller coaster <laughs> just because you know families <laughs> um and i'm not gonna sit here and go into detail because i don't want to shit talk my family or anything but um yeah, no, it was fun. I, I love seeing my families. I got to go and play cards with, you know, my dad's side of the family, which was always super fun. I'm I'm always I I love playing card games for whatever reason, making my mind think about it and playing those kind of they're super fun. And uh yeah, I I every time I go home I expect it, but I never fully 
comprehend the level of drinking that goes on up north in Tomahawk. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I'm never fully ready for it. Literally every day, except for yesterday, which would be Saturday, um, one of my family members would look at me after I went, you know, after me being up for about an hour, after breakfast every day. Right. They would say, can't can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning i, I was mean like, i was like you're right they're not wrong <laughs> they're not wrong but <laughs> it's a slippery slope but you know that's what i like to do when i'm up there that's that's basically all you can do while you're up there but no i i had a lot of fun seeing all my family and uh going home i got to you know my birthday's coming up so i got to you know pick out cr- birthday and christmas presents and so i'm super excited about that stuff um but now we're back in whitewater and uh, reality's hitting that, you know, I'm still pissed about that group project that I have. I'm fucking, I have a group paper due. We, we decided, it's a group project, and we decided to do a paper. And there's five people in the group. Yep. And it's supposed to be a 10-page paper. Mm-hmm. So we all decided two pages each. Yeah. Easy. That's fine. I can do two pages in my sleep. Ideally, yeah. I'm a comm major. That's what I'm good at. Right. I can, so that's fine. The paper's not due until the 5th, next Wednesday. Yeah. So I still have another week and I have to do the paper. My group decided to go, hey, our due date for the group to hold us accountable is November 26th. I was like, why? Why would we Yeah. We have another week and a half? Oh, so we have time to edit it. Give us like four days to edit it or something. Like, you don't need a fucking week and a half to edit a 10-page... I. So... They want it. So, uh, of course, that the, the 26th, that's today when the podcast is dropping. That's the Monday after Thanksgiving. I'm not writing a research paper over Thanksgiving break. I emailed them that. I was like, no, I sorry. I'll do it tomorrow. If I don't do it tomorrow, I'll finish it when, or Tuesday. Like, you guys will have to suck that up. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's going to be late. I, I don't know. I was, I'm pretty salty about that. Stupid. But anyway... Um, yeah, reality's hitting that there's only three weeks left of the semester and, uh, yeah, <laughs> finals <laughs> and projects and grades. Right. <sighs> it was nice to be away from that for a little bit. It was. Re- talking about reality setting in the reality set in, because as I talked about when we were over at your house, that with the Warhawks victory this past Saturday against, uh, Wow, we just played them. St. Norbert. St. Norbert, yeah. Against St. Norbert. And with Bethel beating North Central, it was announced today, earlier today at the time of us recording, earlier today, the day of us recording, that the game would be here, obviously, that we're hosting. Right. As expected, because we're, we're the higher seed. We're yeah, playing yeah. Bethel, yeah. Would there be any circumstance that they would host? Bethel? Yeah. Like, why? No. Why Why did it have to be announced? Higher seed. Well, you, I mean... It's just a formality. The announcement oh, okay, was okay, a formality. Because okay. in the case of, you know, if we win and then Mary Hart and Baylor wins, like, it's kind right, of a formality like, that it's going to be there. But how – I mean, there could be certain situations that play into it, whether it's unplayable conditions, certain things like that. I mean, there's – Oh. I mean, there probably are specific actual okay. things. Because, like, as, I'm just thinking once both teams win, you can just make that announcement. Right. <laughs> So like the day, but right. I mean, I guess that right. No, I mean, you're complete. You're completely right. But right. I do think there are certain there are certain things like feel like play like playability. If if wherever the game is at, if you know if uh, that place is going to be able to broadcast the game, right, that will play a role into it as well. So a lot of different. So a lot of different things. Uh, 
coming come into play with it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would obviously assume. But for the most part, it's whoever's the highest seed or the best or the who has the best area to like host certain things is going to go to us. Like, especially because the NCAA like realizes that the TV station here does a great job putting on things. They're most likely going to put things here. And, and in other cases, like if we're looking at other sports, they look at regional base. Like if it's centrally located and within a certain, if schools are within a certain mile radius of that, of, of a host school, that plays a role into it. But that's, that's now that's, that's different. And that's just for like volleyball, basketball, for football and everything with playoffs. Yeah. Do you guys, do you guys get broadcasted in the area of the other school? Do we get broadcast, or in do the- they have to simply go online and watch it? Yeah, so that's how, the only so, way. Yeah, so how it is? It's pretty much just however you would watch UWW TV right. here. So let's say, because uh, like <clears throat> I'm thinking, it kind of sucks for people at Bethel who want to watch the game on TV. Well, I mean they can, but it, they just it, I mean it's the same way with like with almost anything, for, even for like a regular football game. If, yeah, if it, even if it was like a regular season football game or anything, like let's say, right. I'm just thinking for playoffs. Maybe I, I was thinking right. maybe there was a way to right. No, if, it to then the there'd be a whole bunch of other different I'm sure. and then you know that would probably involve like someone else coming in and hooking up stuff. Like when time, right. like when Time Warner Cable came in, and when we broadcasted the Oshkosh game two years ago, when we won in that last second touchdown. Oh wow! So we broadcasted it, but Time Warner also broadcasted it as well and everything. Yeah, interesting. So okay. there are scenarios where that happens. Yes. But let's say, I don't know, let's say Zach wanted to watch the game, yeah. like, like at home. Yeah. And like in the area, not just on campus, but like just in the general Whitewater area, you're able to get UWWTV. Right. Outside of the general viewing like area. Like if he went home to Illinois. Right. Exactly. Like uh, even for, e- e- an even better example. Yeah. So say if Zach wants to watch the game on, on TV, whether yeah, it's regular he is, season. He is going home this weekend. Yeah. Right. Whether it's regular season or if it's playoffs, he can watch it online. Right, he can, or he can watch it somewhere on campus, or he can watch it just in the general Whitewater area. Right, and I think a couple other little small towns outside. So the so the Bethel people, if they want to watch the game, they, they can strict. They it's oh, they would have to get the live stream. It's the same. Okay. It's the same way with with my parents how they watch right. it and everything. But the point being, where I was getting with right. this, yeah, sorry, no, no, oh no, 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 you're asking like amazing. You're yeah. at, no, you're asking a really good question because I've actually been asked that question yeah. before. Because a few people are just like, hey, so how come? It's, is it only exclusively here? And I was just like, and I had to explain them the whole thing. Yes, yeah. he, exactly. Like TV. Yeah, yes. as far as like an actual like physical like TV it. box. Right. Yes, to right. physically change the dial to mm-hmm. UWW TV yeah. to watch it on TV or watch it anywhere else. You have to get it on, you know, do it online and everything. Or if you have a smart TV, I'm sure there's a way you can do it on there. Obviously, and then worse comes to worse, you just hook up a fucking HDMI. Or Which certain, is what I do, yeah. right? Or you have something where it's like a wireless HDMI thing, where it just ports, where it just boots it over. Chromecast, which, 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 which is that, which is exactly, which is exactly what my parents do because they have a Chromecast. I should get that. Um, then, yeah, and I think, the, I think the same thing with uh, Am- with uh, Amazon Fire, uh, their uh, uh, the, the Fire Stick that's and everything. I yeah, I think that's what they I have use. Alexa. Yeah, because since you have an Echo, it makes sense for you to get to get the Fire because they're both that's compatible good, with oh, each other. That's a good idea. Anyway, so <laughs> this Saturday against Bethel. Um, I hate using the phrase that I'm going to say because um, someone else said it and admittedly wanted to sock them in the fucking face because you know I don't like a spotlight. Like, right, look, right. Like, you, pretty much anyone who knows me and anyone who's a friend of mine knows that I <laughs> that anyone who tries to give me a spotlight, I basically break that fuck. I throw a rock at said spotlight. If you like, want, I, if you want proof of that, go listen to. 
the podcast back when it was just me and I had Connor on as a guest. I introduced him as an award-winning host, and he was like, stop. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> I mean, because they're all like factual things. It was right. just like, enough. <laughs> like, please. No, you're humble, and, dude. And it was, it's not so much like it was like, enough, like oh, stop it. Stop it. It's, no, it's like, no, legit, it's, like it's legitimately like, stop it. Like, like, legit, enough. Like, 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 please. Yeah, no, because like, like, you don't want to get your head bigger. Right. right like, yeah. ask Amory or anyone. Like, And that's why the running joke, Jim, is just like, oh, yeah, like, don't don't tell him or anything. He's gonna get a big head because because ev- <laughs> everyone knows that I don't like to talk about it. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, but this Saturday, like I said, I hate what I'm about to say right now because someone else said it and I hated it. But uh, as far as broadcasting football games, the Connor Moore era officially comes to a close at the end of the broadcast, win or lose. The That's end the- of an era. <laughs> kinda. According to them, for me, I'm just for me. It's obviously sad. It's very bittersweet. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now it's bittersweet. When it gets to the day, like it's at the end of that broadcast, it probably will be like an emotional thing. Because if you think about it, how football broadcasting works, and this is probably good for people who, who if you're listening, you're like, how, how the fuck is he still doing it? Like, why, why is he still doing it? Are they really not firing his ass yet? First of all, no, they haven't, obviously. Two, um, two, if you... If, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna say two. The, why they're not gonna fi- why they're not gonna fire me? Eleven time award winner. Three. Uh, <laughs> it did get to his head. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Three. How it works is, you know how like for all the other things, you know, for for TV, uh, for like volleyball games and everything. The reason why like we can have different people announce the volleyball games because mm-hmm. it's like, rotational base. Like we just like I basically and my co Sammy. Mm-hmm. So me. Uh. I I go in and I I, I pick who's gonna, who's gonna announce certain games. Right for football, that's handpicked by Jim. The play by play, the color, the sideline. I, I guess yeah, all handpicked because that's the big one. It's, exactly, that, like that is the big one. That because, is, I mean that's that is big. Really, when when people hear about Whitewater, if you know anything about Whitewater, you think right. Football. We get the most. You think sports in general, but you it's you, right, right, and you, we get the most views on football exactly. games. Obviously, like as far as like regular broadcast. Of course, when it gets to playoff play, then it's depending on scenario if things oh like that. well yeah but, but but even then i'd still say advantage football i think so, so. long so short football is king and so that's that's handpicked so he wants right i know you're gonna hate this but he wants his best people out there <sighs> if, if you want to look at it that way yeah obviously yeah. i don't look at it in the sense of me being that way but yeah like the way you put it essentially that's a, yes. I'm, I'm just putting myself in his shoes he wants. Would, he wants to put the yeah. Like in Jim's mind, he's like, I need to find the people who I know will. You need to put the best product on as right. a TV manager. Right. Yeah. And the thing about it, he picked me to do this after one year. Of being, I know. Like, I was the I was the play by play. Not only was I one of the sports directors for TV, but I was one of I be I was the play by play guy mm-hmm. for the biggest fucking draw on this campus mm-hmm. as a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Like after my freshman, like literally second semester freshman, he was like, "Hey, so I want you to be a, a sports director, and then I want you to be the play." Like, can you handle it? I was like, "Uh, yeah, uh, uh. It's, it's what I wanted." And then I left the office. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Ah, shit. Like, I wish granted, but damn, I don't know if this is a case of that's be careful I'm, what I wish for. That's how or... I'm gonna be if I ever decide, like next semester, if I decide to do it, I'm just gonna be like, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do it next semester, I would I would like you to do it next semester because I won't be here next fall. Exactly. Um, but uh, but yeah, so he handpicked me at the time when I became announcer. 
It was me as the play-by-play. Mm-hmm. We found our color guy within like two weeks before the last, <laughs> before the first game, first home game. Right. And then the silent reporter, her name was Andrea. She had been here before. I, okay. I miss you, by the way, Andrea. You're great. She's doing. She's doing like uh, uh, air, uh, National Guard slash Air Force stuff. Oh, it's dope. Super dope. Yeah. Real. One of the coolest people ever. And Adam, my color guy, absolutely love him. I think he's working for the AFCA, that coaches magazine. He. Oh my goodness. Love the guy. Absolutely. Absolute genius, and he was a non-trad student because he came off because he came from serve, uh, serving in the army. So, but no, one of the greatest, one of the greatest guys I've ever met in my yeah. life. And yeah, so for me, coming in literally just year two of being away from home, I'm thrust into the big one. So, I'd spend four seasons doing this. Wow. So it's did it's you? Gonna... So I know last year, uh, around this time, your plan was to graduate. Oh, I suppose it was this winter. So you were still looking. Yeah, at- yeah. So either way, I knew that this yeah. season was. Go- I knew that this season yeah. was going to be my last. For whatever reason, I had it in my head that you were not going to do this season. Right. No. Yeah. No. Because I was grad. Because yeah. the original plan was to graduate in December, but obviously I'm now in May of nineteen. Right. So well, yeah. So either way, I knew I had one more season mm-hmm. left left in the bag for me, like guaranteed. And I mean, it, I, people are probably like, "Well, why are you so? Why are you going to be so emotional? You're still going to be announcing basketball and all that stuff next semester." Yes, but. completely true, but this is the big one, and the TV station took a gamble on, it, a, on essentially a freshman to to lead the biggest draw. Did you broadcast before? Before football? Yeah, did you do? Yeah, I did like different little soccer games, basketball okay. games. Okay. Like apparently, Jim's, to, if you ask Jim, my big break was his, was like somebody ditched on them to do an NCAA <laughs> tournament game for basketball, Jeez. and so they threw me in last minute, and okay. they thought that I was going to be the color guy and let the other guy... Uh, do play by play? Who did play by play that night? <laughs> you did you? And that was the big break. Was the me. plan with between you and the guy? Was it like, hey, you do play by play? I don't color, and I, then you just kind of had to take over. Or? I to be to be completely yeah, honest yeah. with you, I don't remember. Okay. I think, but in all honesty, if memory serves me a little bit correct, I was sitting there, and the guy asked me, he's like, "Are you comfortable doing this?" And I looked, and I was just like, "I can do this." I can. Yeah. Nice. It, did did I think that I honestly think I could do it? Fuck no. But you were like, but hey, it, why but not? it, but it. In my opinion, I do think that was the game where, it was, where like that opened up everything for me. I won an award for that Makes game. Sense. I ended up getting the things that I've. You won an award for your first, or for I mean, not not my first, not no, my first, but the but very like, first playoff game that I ever broadcasted. Wow. Won an award for as that's a really, freshman. That's really cool. So yeah, so it's like I did that. I did. I mean, I won the award technically my sophomore year, but I broadcasted the game as a freshman. So essentially, I won it as a freshman. Um, but <laughs> wow. Um. But yeah, so it's going to be very bittersweet. Even though I know I'm announcing more games, but that's the big one. That was yeah. a hand-picked it's, thing. It's, it's like, football, it, yeah. right? No. And they took a chance on literally an unknown. That's incredible. And it comes to a close this Saturday. So, wow. uh, it will also be Tyler's one. Uh, uh, it will be his first and last season broadcasting because he's graduating in May. Is he? Yeah, okay. and then Colton it will be his last as well. Wow. But as far as like the longest tenured one doing and d- announcing the games me yeah so it comes to a close saturday so will i will i be emotional at the end you bet your fucking ass (laughs) i will so if you so if you ever wanted to see if there's a possibility that connor moore cries on tv this saturday might be your best fucking bet to find it bet your ass i'm coming up into the booth and taking a picture (laughs) if you can get up there (laughs) well actually you probably could because some people just bring people up and everything i'll make my way all right i know how to talk my way all right good luck (laughs) (laughs) but anyway enough about us Let's talk about football. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, let's we spent, talk. We spent 18 minutes bragging about our breaks and shit. I know. 
which was kind of my plan because I we're only doing football today. Right. Um, a little bit of a shorter yeah, episode. It might be depending on our discussion. Here. That's true. Well, but, I mean, um, just I mean, in comparison, if we like threw oh, in absolutely. the other stuff, shorter. Yeah. Yeah, and that's my thing. I I guess I talked to you about this, but I'll say it on here. I the the reason I don't I don't want to talk about NBA right now. It feels too early in the season. Mm-hmm. Like the biggest things that we could talk about are the Bucks. But I feel like I've already repeated myself with when I talk about the Bucks. I don't want to talk about the Lakers because they oh a LeBron team a new LeBron team is struggling early in the season. Right. A LeBron team is struggling early in the season. The sky is blue. Right. <laughs> like I so like there's not a lot other other than if big trades happen, if like like when Jimmy got traded, we talked about it. If other things like that happen, then yeah, I think we kind of have to. But. Then, then we will. But as far as just day to day stuff, we're gonna wait until next year. As in twenty nine, we're gonna wait until All Star break, break. Yeah, is most likely when we're gonna really start diving into. Unless I mean, something big, ma- unless something major happens again, we're also gonna ha- kind of have to because football is gonna be ending. But right, <laughs> but yeah. that's when I, that's when it gets interesting, and that's when we're actually gonna dive into it. So unless something big happens. Don't expect too much NBA for a while. It's going to be mostly football, wrestling Wednesdays. Yep. That's going to be the format going forward for a while. So that I just wanted to explain, you know, we don't talk about football. You know, we'll talk about baseball. It's the offseason. But, you know, if big trades happen, we'll talk about that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Hockey, I'm not – again, hockey is the kind of, same kind of thing. We'll talk about late in the season, right? Um, even and we don't watch too much anyway, too. So no, pers- pers- um, personally, I don't. And what I'm hoping for too, because we won't have too much football, and you know, therefore, not a lot to talk about next uh, next year, as in 2019, come January. I'm hoping that we get or that we can start getting more guests on, uh, and maybe you know, guests as in like our friends, and maybe even some athletes from Whitewater. If we can try, if I was going to say, I was going to say, you know, you know, I'm basically mm-hmm. around that damn office every other week. Exactly. So. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that's kind of my plan going into cool. 2019. So anyway, let's dive into some Turkey Day. Yeah. Because we had three really good football games on oh Thursday. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I was very. It was, it was a lot of good football that day. I, I was excited about the lineup. Entire family was watching. Even yep. people who I didn't expect to watch it were just like. Holy crap! This game is good. I was like, yeah, I we know. Were watching, and usually when I'm with my dad, I like, hey, can I turn this on the TV? But for this, I was like, hey, dad, I'm turning on the football game. <laughs> Switch it at, during Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. So let's talk about your team first. That's the first game that happened. Mm-hmm. Chicago Bears. <clears throat> you said it wrong. No, I'm not saying. Nope. It. Say it. The first place Chicago Bears. Thank you. <clears throat> God, I just died a little inside. <laughs> I drink it in, man. All right, Jericho. <laughs> the Chicago Bears beat the Lions. Say uh, it right, damn it. <laughs> the first place Bears beat the last place Lions. There we go. And all <laughs> is right with the world. <laughs> 23-16. Um, and I will admit, I definitely picked the Lions. Yeah, to be honest, I, 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 I was... Once I saw that Trubisky was ruled yeah. out, in my mind, I was like, uh. Which uh, that came out of uh. nowhere. Well, the shoulder, uh, because of the, the Harrison the Harrison Smith hit, into which this I one. See, I w- didn't see that because of Survivor right. Series. And then this one guy, I was just like, oh, that would teach him to slide. And I was just like, 
this is my old teacher and i looked at and i literally took everything in me not to respond to facebook i was like you if you watch the fucking game he did slide oh, did and it? harrison smith came in and fucking walloped his it'll, ass it'll teach him to slide earlier was he fight? Was he going for? I don't know the play. He slid, and then Harrison Smith literally came in a good two seconds after. Because once you hit the ground, yeah. Once you slide, dead. Yeah. So he Smith. Came, so technically, the play was dead, yes. and Smith came in and, and drilled him. Okay. And a flag enough. was thrown. By All the way, fair so. enough. But um, yeah, no. You know, Bears fans piss me off, and I am a Bears fan. But then again, I I have my own little weird thing with this guy. Chicago the- fans. Not all of us. Not all of you, but the majority. I'll concede that. Yeah, yeah. I, I will concede that. And I, I don't think I would include White Sox fans in that. Maybe. I guess I... I don't I, know. We haven't done shit since 08. Right. And I, but that's the thing. I didn't follow baseball in 08, so right. I have no idea how... But I, I can... We, you don't, know, we know most Cubs fans are fucking... I know Bears fans. I know Blackhawk fans. And I know Bear fans. Well, every fan base has the obnoxious bunch. Oh, and I know Bulls... Oh, God. Bulls fans. But yes, well, every I, fan base has an obnoxious. No, bunch. I know, but but some fan bases have it worse than others. If Cubs I were, fans. I would just say the majority of Chicago sports fans are. Well, Chicago is such a diehard sports city, so <laughs> I mean, in a way. Um, but anyway, yeah. Could, so we could be New York, and you don't I, want us to be New York fans. I saw the I saw the Trubisky injury, and I was immediately, you know, I I saw that Chase Daniel was who starting. hasn't started a game since 2014, Week a regular 17. season NFL game, right? Uh, and since. 2014 and yeah i was like okay hammer the lions (laughs) uh and god i legitimately was about to bet on the game on my bookie yeah and then i i i think the game started before i could load up the page so it's probably a good thing (laughs) time was on my side there Mm -hmm. um but chase daniel stepped in he had himself a good game he and uh and again the bears defense carried them through that you know. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> they, they they these two teams always play each other very close, which is funny because the Bears would always play relatively decent against Detroit, but they would always find a way to falter. Right. Especially going into Detroit. Well, that's just a, that's always just been an us thing. We go to Detroit, we look decent, but we find a way to fuck it up. And Stafford seems to be Mister Comeback a lot. Exactly. Of the time. That's why I was worried when we had the lead. I was like, ah, fuck. I was yeah. like, we're gonna need our defense e- here. Exactly. And the um was it the late pick six? It was the late pick six that sealed it. Eddie yeah. Jackson. Best Eddie safety Jackson. no one wants to talk about. I saw it. Future all pro safety. Mark <laughs> it down, bitches. Uh Harrison Smith's the best safety. But um, I didn't say he's the best safety. I said he's an right. all pro safety. Right. You said the best no one wants to talk about. So I okay. Everyone Fair talks enough. about Harrison Smith. Um <laughs> no, I saw that and I was like, somewhere. Connor is freaking out right you now. You bet your ass I was. I was sitting in the car because we were still on our way to things to the family party when this game. The moment the pick six happened, my dad went nuts. I went nuts. My sister was just like, what the fuck ever? And my mom was just like, oh, my God, guys. What's the stat on his turnovers in the last, what, two? He's a second-year player, isn't he? Yeah. He has, I think. He's ramped it up, yeah. The dude's, I, he, I know what's that you're talking about. It was some ridiculous stat. He has. I want to say upwards of like six or seven in the last two years. Yeah. And it's more than some defenses have. Yeah. And he's been like tearing it up like yeah. in the last couple games as mm-hmm. well. And like, I know last year he had an amazing rookie year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I No, I completely agree with you. He's a great safety. I, I, he's, I a noticed, future, he's a future all-pro. I notice it. I notice it every time I watch the Bears. I, I, I do watch his, his play because you bring him up. Um, well, I mean, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna bring him up if I think he's trash. Oh, exactly. Like, like you know, like you know, even though I love my sh- my my teams, I'll be the first one to, to rip someone a new asshole um, on them. So I know you don't want to talk about this, 
and we can keep this short because me and you have talked about this a little bit, so we can probably keep this shorter. Right. <laughs> I talk about how Trubisky, I believe, like Jared Goff, is a system quarterback. And I, as good as he is, you know, obviously you still have to be good in a system. You still have to play good. I still think, and you, I, I do want, I'll say this and I'll let you do your argument because I do have a counter argument. I, I do believe that, that this system benefits quarterbacks. And I would say the majority of, I would say any starting quarterback in the NFL, like, like right now, any of the, any of the 32 starters could step in and be successful in this offense. And I would say the majority of backups would be able to as well. And so I remember your argument for this. Um, the well, fact that well, he's been in the system. I'm going to say, well, if we're just looking at this game, one percent, I was going to say Chase Daniel had been in that, uh, had been a backup in like the Andy Reid slash Matt Nagy thing for right, a while. He was in the Chiefs. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why they brought, why they brought him over to backup Trubisky. Which because, is Because they realized, like, yeah. they realized, like, have a young guy who, and I still hold to the statement where I've now, I'm now, I'm, you remember how last year I was like anti Trubisky for the first six weeks. And how can you not be when they, when, when Mahomes and Watson, when, are in when the Watson, same exactly. Exa- yeah. So, but I am now, I am now a firm believer of, I still believe Trubisky will be a, a, a very good quarterback, but he won't be the, in the same stratosphere as, as Deshaun Watson. However, I still feel that Trubisky can be good, if not great in his own way, even though I fully believe Watson's a generational talent. In right. my, in my, Watson's no, just straight up generational. Like you can still be great and not be I a generational talent. Trubisky, in my, in my opinion, as much as I still think that they should have drafted either Mahomes or Watson, I guess Watson mostly. I think Trubisky going to this team was not only the best situation for Trubisky, but for the team also. Exactly. I think it was a, it was a good matchup. As much shit as we gave them for, as much shit as for, I gave them, yeah, exa- for uh, for trading up and getting Trubisky over anyone else. I think it's a good fit on both sides. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, but as far as the, but as far as the comment of, you can get any of the starting thirty-two quarterbacks in the league. I believe that. Like in all honesty, like I'm not saying this to kind of I'm not saying this to be a smartass or anything. I'm literally saying it in the form of, <clears throat> oops, sorry, but in all honesty, I would legitimately just like need a list of fair all enough. the of like all the starters. No, fair enough. In the league, I'm just trying to think of like and, I, a, and like I and and based on that list, I can tell you like okay, he'd run it well. He'd run it well. Meh, meh, meh. My mind, bad, my meh, mind. Good. When I say that, I go to the bad teams and I just right. think, okay, who are their quarterbacks? You know, I don't think Josh Allen, James Winston. Never, no, mm. no, he wouldn't. I don't think so. Mm. I, 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 I don't I, think. I honestly don't. I don't think he would be as successful as Trubisky, but I still think he would be. I think. The Bears, I think they could still be successful with I don't, Winston. I don't think so because even because nope. even with even with this system, it requires one of my biggest knocks on Winston is just a, is like IQs and, re- and reads yep. and decision making. Exactly, that's right. What, that's the thing. There's certain intangible things where there's decision making, saying... play style, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which would either make me disagree with that statement depending on the quarterback or agree with your statement. I'm not saying on the quarterback. I'm not saying they would be. I'm not saying all of them would be better than Trubisky. I'm saying they could step into this offense and be successful. Again, I still I think it still depends on what quarterback we're talking. Fair enough, right. That's why I feel. That's why I'm literally saying like I just need to see who all right. 32 and starting quarterbacks not, yeah, are. Maybe that's an offseason. That's a different. Yeah, that that could be a different that. a different thing for a different day. Yeah. Ooh, we could. Oh, I have some ideas for offseason. Anyway, okay. <laughs> um, I yeah no my 
And I do like the the Chase Daniel bring in uh you know he's a 10-year vet, he's 32 years old and being in this and system And a finesse god with yeah, the money. Did you see how much money he makes for basically being a career backup? A lot. <laughs> um <laughs> Ripping and finesse. Oh my god, goodness. If I could make that much money for sitting on a bench. It would um, make no sense. Where to Bruno? I would have been a rich man in high school. Anyway, <laughs> um <laughs> No, I I like the bring in because not only is he a good guy to bring in when Trubisky gets hurt or if it doesn't work or whatever? He's a good he's a, teacher he, and he's a mentor. I was going to say, but, but because he's been in that system for so long. I will say, though, that in this game, you can definitely see, for as good as Chase Daniel did, you can definitely see why the Bears need, needed Trubisky. Because there also is a certain, from an individual play style thing, like there's certain things that Trubisky has, take out the system, there's certain things that he has where it's just like, yeah. We need Trubisky. Like if Trubisky were out for the season, I don't. I like as a placeholder. I'd be like, oh yeah, Chase Daniel. He'll he'll get the job done. Do I trust him going into the playoffs? Not really. No. My argument to that is that this Bears team is a lot like they're built like the Jaguars were and are, where your offense isn't great, but your offense is built built to score more than your defense allows. Which obviously sounds stupid, but uh, like you have a great defense, so you know your defense is going to hold most teams to under a certain amount of points. Right. So you you design your offense to control the ball, be smart, and score more than the defense. I the other team. I think that where my disagreement in that statement comes from the fact that when this offense finally hits its full stride, which I don't think it's hit yet, which is crazy to think because they're already putting up crazy numbers. I still think that this offense, when it when it when all the pieces are in place, or you know when you know once they get into like say year two, mm-hmm. this offense is going to be miles ahead as far as prolific wise than that Jaguars than that Jaguars offense. Oh yeah, like the, it's like so that's what I'm saying. Like I don't think the offense is well. Obviously, every offense is built to score more points than the other team, but I think. There's ways to do that. There's literally just doing it just to score more than rely no, on the but, defense. But yeah. this offense. But do you know has, what I mean? No, I know exactly yeah. what you, I know exactly what like you it's mean. A de- you're de- you're like, like like the Ravens this year. You're you're built to have a good defense and to have a okay offense who can. I think this score. offense can and will be more than okay though. Okay. I legitimately think that this offense has has right. the tendency to be prolific even. But um, to I, continue on that, the reason I think Daniel Daniel. Trying to remember how I was wording this in my mind, it, like he, he he performed well, and and like obviously you said there were parts where Trubisky was missed. And I'm gonna I say think- there, there's there's a there's an uh, an obvious uh, impact of oh damn they if Trubisky had this they would be in a right. little bit more of a better shape. And the only thing that I see in that is running the ball because obviously he's I might be their leading rusher to be honest. One of them, um, yeah. but like but that but that plays a big role in that scheme though. If you can extend plays. You are, Especially no, with that. Absolutely. But you look at Chase Daniel, 27 for 37. He put up two touchdowns and he didn't throw a pick. Correct. That's kind of what you need out of him. Like that, he, that's he what, did what he that's, needed that's to do. That's what I'm saying. Chase Daniel is like because of his history with Nagy and everything and mm-hmm. the close relationship, Chase Daniel is a guy who's like, if you need to, if you need to get the job done, he will get the job right. done, and that's, but not if that job is lead us right. to the Super Bowl because I don't see him doing that. 
But I'm, he's but he's an if we, if he's if Trubisky's hurt or something, throw him in there for a couple games. He'll be fine. Right, and, and that's that's it. And that I don't know. That's just my my process is if Chase Daniel, and obviously because he's been in the system, I I get all that. But because he could do it, in my mind, that lowers Trubisky's. Um, I know worth right worth for the team, I guess, because like, okay, think about it. When when Trubisky's contract comes up, and he if he performs well for the re- for the next for the rest of his contract, mm-hmm. and he he's in line for big money, are they going to pay him that big money? Yes. Or, or are they going to focus on the rest of the offense and the rest of the defense like they are now? It's the same question that the Rams are going to have to do in a couple of years. Yeah, we'll see how. I mean, I mean, we'll. I mean, we're obviously going to see. I think that the way the Bears handle it will vary on how the Rams handle it because I mean I've said it multiple multiple times on this show like. The Bears are, draw a lot of parallels with that St. Louis Rams, hence why I'm very positive of them. But the reason why I don't think it diminishes Trubisky's worth is just because, again, and I know that I probably sound like a broken record, but Daniel knows yeah. exactly what ticks the different schematic things. Like he know, like he knows the system, he knows the scheme to a T because he's been in Kansas City for a while when that when right. that when that was their offense. Oh, yeah. Whereas Trubisky. This is a se- like even, like right. Now. He's a second year player, but this is essentially, in my, in my opinion, right. year one of of the Trubisky experiment because John Fox threw him in there when Glennon was sucking, and at that point he kept shackles on Trubisky until like the last three four games. So that's why I'm just like, Trubisky is still getting a hang of this system, so that it I mean, better I mean, it benefits Trubisky having a guy who's been a part of this. If you take any other quarterback and throw them in there. I still think some, I mean, minus the elite players like mm-hmm. a Drew Brees who can still run or an Aaron Rodgers who we know can run mm-hmm. and things like that. A Patty Mahomes, obviously. Yes. But so outside of those guys, if you take some of the other quarterbacks in the league, I still think that they still have some of the issues and the difficulties that Trubisky has just because it's it's a, lear- it's a learning thing. It's not like I, I don't think you'd throw anyone in the system and be like, okay, all pro. My only Which I'm arg- not saying Trubisky's all pro, by the my way. Only let, me arg- class, let me just specify. <laughs> right. My only argument would be Trubisky has now played 10 games in the system, and it seems to be working. So in It's working, but he's still growing. He is still growing, though, because he makes the mistakes. True, but I th- that's not the system. That's just him growing as a quarterback. Exactly. So in, and I'm just trying to say I, th- I think at this point it's – any mistakes or any um, difficulties, mis, mis, misreads, and, things misreads, like that. difficulties, anything. I think, I think now from now on, fall on Trubisky because I feel like ten games playing in that system. Obviously, it's still year one, but I think ten games, along with training camp and practice and everything, I think he should know the system by now. Which, which agreed, which right, agreed. Okay. But, but I, but like I said, I do think. But this is still essentially. A growing quarterback. It's year. It's in my opinion, year one of the tri- full fledged starting experiment. So in a way, you kind of expect them, even though they don't want him to do that, since he did start some games at the tail in the last year. But once once we get into to year two with the Matt Nagy system, no, yeah, like especially when we get into year two of the Matt Nagy system, if he if he starts to regress, it's that's that's not an indictment on Nagy. That's no. an indictment purely I, on Trubisky. I completely agree. Um, how worried are you with the rushing game? You had 38 I'm, total yards. I'm very. Uh, I will continue to be worried if if it's Mitchell Trubisky when he comes back leading the team. Which, I mean, okay. Which, which I know Tariq Cohen and 
but the thing is, often defenses are are locking in on Cohen, which is why I don't get why Jordan Howard is having such a diminished role here. I agree. Which is what, which is why I'm afraid that Howard's gone in the off season. I was even sitting there watching the game like. Why is Howard not getting the ball more? Exactly. <laughs> like that's ridiculous. No, Jordan Howard. And my, I hate to say this, but Jordan Howard's going to be gone in the offseason. I don't. I don't see how they're going to retain him unless um, unless they just do a better job of balancing the carries. Up? I don't think so. But I think he probably <clears throat> has one more. Something like that. Yeah. But I mean, they're really trying to make Cohen the Tyree kill of this <laughs> right uh, offense, which could work. Which right, it could. He's got. But the ta- that doesn't mean. Talent, but, but that doesn't mean take the ball out of a proven rusher. Exactly. They still use Kareem Hunt. Exactly. So um. Which I think, again, I think that's also a growing thing for Matt Nagy as a head right. coach as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Um, I just wanted to point out that Cohen had three carries. Yeah. Daniel had, I mean, obviously they're not design runs, but uh, Daniel had four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and, d- and Howard, Howard only had, s- had seven. That's, only seven carries. I mean, at, I mean, at least it wasn't a big discrepancy, but yeah, And I no. think a couple of Cohen's were probably screenplays, to be honest. Yeah, so like I said, I think that's going to be a growing thing on Nagy as far as like figuring out how to get the most out of these out of two guys who can be weapons on off, on offense. Has run defense been somewhat of a struggle for you guys? Run defense been a struggle for us? Because LeGarrette yeah. Blunt put 88 up on you guys. Yeah, Blunt, Blunt uh, got us good. Uh because I feel like you guys usually. are more you guys shut down running and you're and weaker on the pass. Yeah. Actually, yeah, because I remember they threw up the stat. You guys are second second first or third in like sacks, turnovers, run defense. And then they didn't show the passing defense because your rank is like 20 or 25 or right. something like that. <clears throat> Which you have to figure is going to get more respect right. now with Eddie Jackson and Kyle Fuller really fortifying why he got paid all that money. Right. So that's why I'm looking at. I think you guys play the Rams coming up, or did you? In are, two weeks. In two weeks, yeah. So that's why I'm looking at that game. Oh, we're fucked. If especially if you can't stop Gurley and no. you can't stop the pass, no, we're fucked. You're fucked. <laughs> I agree. Okay. As a Bears when I'm looking at that game, like that that will mm. be the big thing where I will know if we're going to actually contend for a Super Bowl. If we beat the Rams, like, yeah. if we like all the games previously, I was like, oh yeah, we're in the playoffs. We're we're gonna we're contenders in the playoffs. But as far as Super Bowl contenders, depends on how we play the Rams. On another note, if the Vikings lose to the Patriots next week, yeah, I don't know the statistics. Maybe it, you might mathematically clinch, but I believe you will clinch next week. Well, if we beat New York, yeah. Which we have to. Play the Jets? We play the Giants. Oh, the Giants. Okay. You should beat the Giants. <laughs> as Although, much, Saquon, if you can't as, stop Saquon. Yeah, as much anyway. hype as I give the Bears, I still realize that this is the same Bears team that has broken my heart numerous times. Right. So I, I don't want to fully give in to the whole, I'm, oh my goodness, it's our year. If you win and the Vikings lose to the Patriots, which is a very strong oh, possibility. Oh, that happens. I'm penciling in the division right it's, there. It's done. I don't know like, the math on it. Like, I'll, like I'll start bragging yeah, about NFC no, North no. champs right there and then. You might as well buy your shirt. Basically. Um, Cowboys-Redskins. This was a really good oh, game. That was a really good game. Surprisingly, Colt McCoy returning to Texas. Really fun uh, to watch and see. Mr. Irrelevant, the, the last pick in this year's draft, showing out on Thanksgiving Day. That was awesome. He whipped out a... What for? What dance was it? Shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 now I'm forgetting. Oh, it was the Scarn <laughs> from <Yep>. the office. <laughs> that got me. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was great. But yeah, Colt McCoy surprised me. Dak actually almost threw 300 yards. So if that happens, the Cowboys are going to win most games because Zeke had 121. Uh, Amari Cooper. I've been saying it for the last three weeks. 
He is a key to this offense, and adding him makes them a new team. As much talent as they actually have as wide receiver, no one is stepping up to be number one. No one stepped up all season with Alan Hearns and Williams and Cole Beasley, and I'm forgetting their other guy. I, I thought they had another. But anyway, Amari Cooper has come in, and he has stepped up. He has been the receiver that he is supposed to be. Yeah. At 180 yards, obviously, I think one of them was like 92 or something like that. But dude had a dude had an amazing game, and I re- that's why I picked, especially now with Alex Smith down, I really think the Cowboys are going to take the East. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Redskins fall and miss the playoffs, to be honest, because they're only they're only six and five now after starting off hot. I wouldn't be surprised if they fall out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Honestly, if I had to pick right now, I'd say the I'd say the Panthers. Man, I'm trying to think of any other team. The Panthers and Seahawks maybe in the wild card. Those would be my Panthers are a lock in the wild card in my mind, but anyway, yeah, I it that was a fun game to watch though. It was it was fun because uh, you, you know just watching Colt McCoy go, go out there and his I th- I think he's from Oklahoma, but you know he went to college of Texas. Watching him go there uh, and uh, ball out on Thanksgiving that was really fun to watch, and uh, it, it was a close game. It was really fun to watch. <laughs> Zeke. Donated himself to uh, the, yeah. the, the Salvation Army. Army. And then he donated Dak to the Salvation Army, which was really funny. Dak, I think Dak had a rushing touchdown or something. But uh, Zeke Zeke was like, Dak, go to the bowl. And Dak didn't want to jump. So <laughs> Zeke picked him up and threw him in there. Sure, maybe laugh so, so glad, hard. I'm, all, I, all I'm gonna say is that I'm so glad they finally relaxed the touchdown celebration. Rule. They actually got fun, they got flagged for oh. they, because it's it's a prop. Oh, that's so. Right. But it's <laughs> who cares? I it, I hate it. I hate it because I really like Zeke. I like Amari Cooper and I like Dak Prescott. But they're on the Cowboys. Fuck them. <laughs> but I like them. It sucks. But anyway. That was a fun game to watch. And then we had what I thought was going to be the best game in the night. Turned out not to be. <laughs> Still a good game, but Falcons Saints, 17-31, to the Saints won at home. I locked them in as a win at home. I, they beat the Falcons in Atlanta. I can't imagine they would have lost, but... Yeah, uh, Matt Ryan's still putting up 377 yards, but he was sacked six times, and he threw the one interception. It was big. Drew Brees actually got picked off in this game. Drew Brees only had 171 yards. How the hell did they score so much? <laughs> oh, he had four touchdowns. That's why. <laughs> maybe fumbles, maybe. I'm not sure. I didn't watch most of this game, to be honest. I was dead after eating Thanksgiving. Um, interceptions. Why don't I no fumbles on here? Kick returns, nothing big. What in the world? I'm trying to figure this out here. I don't see fumbles on here. Defense. Oh, fun- oh, oh, oh. Falcons lost three fumbles. <laughs> Matt Ryan fumbled three times by himself. He only lost one of them, but still. Yikes. Dude, I'm I, I'm done defending this Atlanta Falcons team. Like, I'm done. Like, yeah, it's I, tough. I, I, I don't know how. I don't. At some point, you have to let go of the injury thing and realize. You have to maximize what you what the talent that you have, and they still have Julio Jones, 
Still they still have, still have an still amazing have offense. Ryan. Even without Devontae Freeman, yeah. uh, and there's still Coleman. A, Tevin Coleman's Tevin not Coleman. a bad running back. They still have formidable weapons on defense. And Aaron Aaron won games with fucking James Starks at running back. Right. Like, so, you don't need a running game. Aaron has proved that before. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on in Atlanta. This was just a very weird year. I think... They, they, I think they need a change. Not a head coach. I do like Dan Quinn because he's defensive minded for this team. I do like that. Maybe offensive coordinator. Maybe they need to shake something, and maybe not even change him, but they need to change something in the offense. Because if you have Julio, Calvin Ridley, and Muhammad Sanu, and Austin Hooper, who's emerging as a really good right. tight end, if you have all of them and they're not doing anything, and you're not, you're putting up 17 points against your divisional division rival, the something needs to change. Um, but. Yeah, the the Saints look Saints look unstoppable right now. Oh man. Oh I I, I have no I have no <laughs> I have no disagreements. That that's a scary ass team. They are a very scary team. Alright, moving on to the Sunday games. Yep. <sighs> Aaron <laughs> I just got this update from Bleacher Report. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is having another relax moment in the post-game press conference. Dude, what, what else is he supposed to say? Like, oh, no, we're fucked. We're going to need some help with these next five games and win these next five games and get some help. When asked if 6-9 nine, or 9-6-1 nine, and one will be good enough, Rogers says, I can tell you 8-7-1 and one won't get you in. I don't think. <laughs> Fair enough. He ain't, he ain't lying. Good point. Uh, but anyway, moving on to the Sunday games. I was 0 for 3 today. Yikes. My three teams. I'm 1 and 0 so far. I'll either be 1 and 1 or 2 and 0 by the end of Monday. You're already ahead of me. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, and this was me and me versus Tom. This was Bills versus Jags. That's depressing. <laughs> but Josh Allen I'm was expecting back. a lot of shit talk on Thursday. Oh, he I I'm not going to bring it up. <laughs> if he does, I expect a lot. <laughs> I'm not going to remind him. That's for sure. But uh, Josh Allen came in 8 for 19. See, and that's – okay. I see – so the big storyline of this was Jalen Ramsey pregame, or maybe it was during the game, I don't know. He was shit-talking the Buffalo Bills on how Josh Allen isn't good. Yeah, specifically called him trash. Right, right. He called him trash. And then after the game, because Buffalo won 24-21, after the game, Ramsey said – he said something along the lines of, he did enough to win (laughs) i can't disagree with him on that (laughs) like i don't he shouldn't have shit talked him if you're gonna do if you're gonna shit talk wait until after the game so you don't look like a dumbass but he was eight for 19 with 160 yards josh allen was had a had a rushing touchdown in there as well but no sacks and no interceptions so the, that's on the defense. Yeah, defense needs. I want to say pressure. Allen didn't put because up. Allen didn't put up lights out numbers, but if he's supposedly trash, you should be shutting his ass down. This is depressing because like Ramsey should have been in there, like picking him off left and right. Buffalo has a shit offensive line. Yeah, how did we not sack him once? You tell me. I'm gonna have to watch the highlights. This is really depressing. Actually, looking at this, uh, Bortles was even worse than Allen was. Uh, tw- ESPN, stop. <laughs> yeah, get me flagged. Um, 12 for 23 with 127, one touchdown, two interceptions, sacked three times. 
<sighs> didn't help that I believe in the third quarter Leonard, Leonard Fournette got ejected uh, and he apologized for that after the game. He said it was a stupid move. was because you're kind of the key piece in that offense. Um, ah, man. That's just right. Well, because Fournette had 18 carries, 95 yards, and two touchdowns. Like, you're, you are, you basically are the offense at that point. And getting ejected like that, it's just not good. Uh, man, Carlos Hyde. Oh, I guess 10 for 33. That's not terrible, I guess. It's not good, but it's not terrible. I'll take 3.3. Um, yeah, it, I, I don't know what's happening in Jacksonville. I really don't. Their defense is supposed to be good. And I, I'm, I'm really trying to figure this out. Because you, it's hard to ask a Jacksonville offense to put up more than 21. I guess you could ask for 25, but it's still hard to ask for that. You, like I was talking about earlier, this this team was built to hold teams under 20. So it, I don't know something something's going on on that defensive side, and I don't know what it is. I really I mean, we knew something that was going on when they're try- basically at each other's throats and kicking out mm-hmm. reporters because they don't want them to see what the hell's going on. So, and that, I, yeah, and 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 Coward called this. He called it for the wrong reasons, but he called it. <laughs> he he said, you know, we didn't see Watson and Luck last year because of injuries, so we're not going to be as good. We we did decent against Watson and Luck. They beat us, but I think we still, you know, they didn't tear us up or right. anything like that. I but either way, I for whatever reason this defense isn't the same defense. And I it, it's hard for me to it must be the internal struggles. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much that actually translates to the field, but nothing changed except for Fowler, but he wasn't a starter. Right. Um, Campbell and Ngakwe were starting. If anything, that should have just alleviated any issues because that exactly. was some, he was of, that was some of, the, of the problems that were going on. He was the center of the on. issues, yeah. yeah. Um, and nothing changed. I don't think we changed coordinator. I don't – we still have the same head coach. Everyone's the same on the defensive side of the ball. I I don't know. It, it was really – I think we lost our third-string corner. But that, okay. you know, exactly. Unless, I don't know. unless he was a damn good nickelback. <laughs> For real. I, I don't know. It's it's really hard to dissect. I'm, I don't know. what I. It's hard for me to say what they can do. Like, revamp the offense, I guess. Try, try to keep your main parts of the defense in. You know, keep Ramsey. I know that there's there's rumors of them trading Ramsey. That'd be the stupidest thing that they could that's do. A, that's a panic move of all panic exactly. moves. Exactly. That'd be stupid. Keep Ramsey, keep Jack, keep Ngakwe. And try to keep Bouye, but I can imagine it'd be hard to te- keep two corners. But if you keep those three at least, you know, Ngakwe, Jack, and Ramsey, you keep those three on defense and you keep good players around them. Keep Leonard Fournette, revamp the offense a little bit so that they can score more. I don't know. There's We're 3-8. and eight. We're out of the playoffs, I can tell you that. It's hard for me to, It's hard for me to even look at this and try to figure it out. Um, speaking of, actually, no, this one's pretty easy. Steelers Broncos, my other team. I know this happened later in the day, but no, we watched like the tail end of it. My ESPN throws up my team's scores first, so oh, that's we're fine. Just gonna go in order. Yeah, let's just let's just do that mm-hmm. in order. Um, Steelers Broncos, twenty four seventeen. Now, James Conner fumbled, I believe, in the third quarter. Broncos capitalized on a touchdown, and then with I believe under a minute to go, the Steelers had the ball on the three yard line. Couldn't score it on a run, and then or they they missed a pass to Smith Schuster. They missed uh, Connor got stuffed at the two, and then 
and then Roethlisberger tried a quick pass slant, and and the nose tackle just dropped back and picked it off, which it looked like a weak. It it looked like a bad throw from Roethlisberger. I'd have to watch it again, but in the moment, it looked like it. It should, you know, he could have put air on it to get it over the guy. Whatever, but the Steelers only putting up seventeen. We've been talking about. Everyone's been talking about how dangerous the Steelers' offense has been. They're only putting up seventeen. I don't know if that's a credit to. Den- it must be a credit to not only Denver's defense, but playing in Denver, I think, too, has a big impact on that. But I don't know. It was, it was interesting. Smith Schuster had 189 yards. He went 97 for the first, second time in the season. I you know, know Laura's in love with him, right? Smith Schuster? Oh, my goodness. I have to show her my New Jersey. Um, Let me. She's going to try to steal it from me. Yes, she will. Remind me on that day to be within at least 50 feet away from you two. They, <laughs> they, ran, a, they ran a fake punt. Chris Boswell threw a touchdown. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, fake kick, I'm assuming, because it's a two-yarder. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw that. That's for the brand right there. Shout out Pat McPhee, who sent me a Christmas card. <laughs> Let the record show that Pat McAfee show, sent me a Christmas card. He probably yes. sent everyone who ordered something the same <laughs> yeah. damn Christmas card. Exactly. Yes, he only sent it to me because I ordered something on Black Friday. But he still sent me it, and I will be hanging up in my room because <laughs> it's it, it's it's dope. It's pretty dope. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> anyway, now I'm done fangirling. I thought I was bad. But I fucking um, met Kyle. Um, watching that Smith Schuster run, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I uh, the Connor's got to run the ball better. Thirteen for fifty three, not very good. He's got to. I don't know if it's more opportunity. Big Ben threw fifty six times. Yeah, they need to feed him the ball more. <laughs> like yes, Big Ben went 40, 41 of fifty six. That's great and everything. That's cool. But Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh football, you got to run the ball. You, you just gotta like I get how good their passing game is, but without a run game, it's you no you gotta and especially with the two two interceptions, that's big and the Connor fumble of course. But yeah, you you gotta run the ball more if you're Pittsburgh. And uh, credit to Denver, they've beat uh, they beat uh, the Chargers last week and now Pittsburgh this week. You know they're five and six. I think it'd be tough in the AFC. You know with the Chargers especially with the Chargers, but I they could, if they continue to be this good, they could can they could uh push for a playoff spot. I think. They could they could make a push for that last one. They could? I don't think they I don't think they will. No, I agree. If this defense keeps it up, they could. That's the only that's gonna be the thing that really propels them forward. <laughs> Keenum only had hundred and ninety seven. It was all Philip Lindsay with hundred and ten rushing yards. Give it to eight yards, not carry. Philip Lindsay. Yeah. Uh, it was all the running game there. Uh, and the defense, obviously, with the three turnovers. At least three turnovers. I don't know about any other fumbles. But yeah, Denver's defense, if they can keep that up in case Keenum can take care of the ball, fine. You know, they could be a good team. But there's I think o- there's other teams. I think the six losses are going to hurt them. Yeah. There's, I, there's I, yeah. other teams. Their early struggles, there's, I don't think they're going to. Yeah. Those other teams are slightly better. Especially in the we'll AFC. Get in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Uh, da, 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 da. <sighs> let's talk about this. We ha- you know, game. we have to, I know we have, you know to. We and, have to, and I was telling Connor, uh, you know, like th- there was a part of me late in the game when it looked like when it started to not look good, there was a part of me that wanted us to lose 
because it just adds fuel to the hot seat. <laughs> it, it it adds fuel to that Mike McCarthy hot seat. Uh, I I really want him gone. Um, but no, I I just don't even know anymore. Defense or uh, injury riddle. I know we talked about this with the Falcons, but injuries. See, here's the difference. Falcons have lost players early in the season, and they haven't been able to overcome them going forward. Correct. Packers lost, I think, five players in this game. <laughs> like, that's kind of ridiculous. So, that definitely put a factor. Our defense, we lost, like, we lost a corner. We were already without our top corner, or eight, one of our top corners in Kevin King. We lost two safeties. We lost another cornerback. Mm-hmm. David Bakhtiari missed a lot of the time. Uh, I don't know if he ever came back after the second injury. Um, Equinemia St. Brown went out. He came back every once in a while, but he was still holding his arm. He doesn't look good. Trevor Davis went down again with a hamstring injury. Again, I don't know if it's the same ham injury, but it's a hamstring injury. But, like you said, silver lining for Green Bay Packer fans and for Whitewater fans. Kumro's most likely seating up next week. I'm so excited because if oh, if he plays, that's gonna be awesome. And if he and plays, it, that confirms I need to go buy that jersey. And like realistically, like looking at it with Davis hurt, I'm again. I, I if I had to guess, I'm guessing Trevor Davis is out again, probably done for the season. If it's the same hamstring, he's done for the season. And with Equinemius already, Cobb well, has missed six games this year. Geronimo's out for the season. Didn't Equinemius get back in the game? He did, but like I said, every time that I saw him out there. He was holding. He he would hold his the, arm after that the elbow, game. Yeah, I think yeah, it was like his it, elbow. It was, or he had his elbow wrapped. So, I even if you're the Packers, even if you don't plan on playing him, he's got to dress next week. Because who else do they realistically exactly. have? What I'm and I, they're, not, they're probably gonna they're probably gonna dress him, and they got to go sign somebody. What I'm what I'm about to say probably sounds bad, and I never wish injury on anyone. Uh oh. But because I'm so big on Kumro. I'm hope, not hoping. I wouldn't be angry if Trevor Davis went back went on back IR. on IR because then that opens up that free roster spot. I'm just trying to look, you know, maybe they move him to practice squad or whatever if he's not done for the season. But I something needs to happen there. Maybe Equinemius is out and maybe he needs to go on IR. Whatever, someone needs to go <laughs> so that Kumaro cannot come on. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I'm not wishing anyone to be hurt, but if they are hurt, I wouldn't mind them going on IR so Kumaro can go on. Um, but we're looking at this. Rodgers, he looked good early on. He looked, you know, he looked kind of like Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> which just, God, it's weird to say, but I think that Vikings defense just got to him. He was hitting, he was, he missed a couple throws, but, and, but really it, he got pressure, especially late with Bakhtiari going down. There was a lot of pressure on him. Um, and I think the I think the Vikings defense was just too much for this offense. Um, Aaron Jones still seventeen for seventy two. I'll take four point two yards of carry every day. I'll take you know that's yeah. that's a first down if you run it every time you know. Um, I'll take that. So I I don't mind the running game. He got it seventeen times. I think that that's solid right there. I don't mind that at all. I don't know. I. I do the Packers not have slant routes in their playbook? I legitimately, and I watch Packer games. Like, I, I watch Red Zone and I listen and I, you know, I watch every Red Zone play and whatever. But I watch Packer games. I legitimately can't remember the last time I, we ran a, a slant play. I really can't. 
And I thought after losing to the Patriots and seeing how good their kind of dink and dunk offense works, mm-hmm. like incorporate that. You don't have to make it that because obviously Aaron can throw it downfield better than Brady. But incorporate that. Just run some – anytime you, anytime the Packers want short yardage, what do they do? Screen pass. Yep. It's just – like – uh, I don't get. I I don't know. <laughs> Jake Coom Jake Coomero sighting on the field next week confirmed. confirmed. I mean we I mean we saw him. They they pan. They showed a sideline shot, and then Coomero just happened to be in the shot. We we're like, oh shit, there he is. But no, he's gonna be dressing next week. I, yeah, I I completely. I don't agree. see how he isn't. <sighs> Mike's just gotta go. We, I'm a broken record. We've changed everything else. We mm-hmm. need to change that. That, that's all I have to say on this Packers team. Um, Vikings have a tough schedule coming up. Um, so we'll talk about both teams. Vikings have to go to Boston to play the Patriots, and then they have to fly across the country to go play the, the Seahawks in Seattle. I've already penciled in Seattle winning that game. <laughs> like, they're not – that travel is going to be killer. And Seattle's been decent lately. Um, that Patriots game is going to be interesting. Um but the Vikings, I really do think they need to pull both of those out if they want any chance at the North. Mm-hmm. And realistically, if they lose both of those games, I think their wild card, wild card spot is also in jeopardy. That'll only put them back to six losses, so they'll still have a decent shot at it. But it puts it in jeopardy. I think it gives other teams a chance to throw in there, like the Packers. But I don't think the Pack. I Right now, if you asked me, are the Packers going to make the playoffs, I would no. say no. You look at their upcoming schedule. We got Arizona next week at home. Should be a W. Atlanta the next week at home. Should be a W. Should be given that. At home. Given the current state of affairs in Atlanta, which I don't, I, I don't know if they're better or worse than what's going on in Green Bay. but Right. I, I would say they could. I'd say that's also a winnable game. I'll take the Packers at home any day of the week. All right, fair. You know, it, so, it, stats will back I mean, me up on I mean, that. the Arizona one, definite win. The, the Atlanta game, in my opinion, should be winnable. Yeah. If Kevin King is – that'll be an interesting one to watch. If Kevin King is inju- or is healthy, he's going to be on Julio Jones because he's 6'3". Mm-hmm. That's going to be a fun one to watch. And there's going to be a lot of over-the-top help with Tremont. That'll be a fun one to watch. I'm, I'm excited for that one. But anyway, um, who do we play after that? <laughs> I don't know. You I think know the we, schedule better than I, I do. Think we go to the, I think we play the Jets at some point. Should be winnable. I know we still have to play you guys. That's going to be a challenge. Yes. That's week 15. Okay, so That's I think in it, Chicago. Right. So I think it goes at home Arizona, at home Atlanta, in New York, and then no, you guys in in Chicago and then in New York, and then I think we end the season at De- Detroit. No, home against Detroit. Yeah. We already played in Detroit. Mason Crosby couldn't hit a field goal. Uh, so if, bec- and I'd have to look at the rest of the standings, but if I had to pick Minnesota or Green Bay to make the pl- to make a wild card spot, mm, based on schedule, I'd go with the Packers. But I no, I <laughs> I don't think either of them make it. To be honest, I don't like I said. I'd have to look at the rest of the standings. I think may- maybe Minnesota could make it in just because of the rest of the the rest of the teams not being as good. I right. don't know. That'll be interesting to look at going forward. 
The Browns and Bengals. Do you remember the stat that you play that you read about Baker? I did. All right. So before Hugh, uh, with Hugh Jack, uh, uh, Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley, and as his head coach and offensive coordinator, Baker Mayfield threw eight touchdowns and seven interceptions. Was it that? Okay. Yeah, and that was what through the first nine or something games. Nine. Yeah, something through like the first that. nine games. In the last three, <laughs> nine touchdowns. One interception. The difference. Jackson and Haley are no longer employed by the Cleveland Browns. It's amazing what actually you maximizing the <clears throat> talent of your franchise <clears throat> player can do for you. It's amazing what a head coaching change can do to a team. <laughs> a head coach that realizes the talent on his team and tries to maximize it. We all know we all know the Packers celebration song. I'm gonna bang that drum all day long. You're gonna fuck it. If, if McCarthy <laughs> if McCarthy gets hammered, I I can literally see you throwing a fucking rager over that. <laughs> I don't want to work. I'm just gonna bang that Mike McCarthy drum all day long. Um, <laughs> the fire Mike McCarthy drum all day long. <laughs> but no, I I I've been praising Baker Mayfield. I think he's got the stuff to be the Browns' next quarterback, and he it, he's proven it now. Oh, Yo, you're saying that like I like I wasn't right. high on and, this guy. No, like, I, I, I fucking love him. People were downing him, whatever. But I he's yeah because people thought thought he was going to be the next Manziel. Exactly, and I that's why I hated that comparison. I hated that comparison Same. so much. Yes, Manziel maybe on the field, off the field, not even close. Not even close. And I hate saying that because I love Johnny, but. Mm-hmm. But you fucked up, Johnny. So, but yeah, Bengals interesting. They fired or they hired Hugh Jackson, offensive coordinator. Yes. Um. And right. The rumors they, are going going around right. now that pending on the performance, if they finally at long last <laughs> can Marvin Lewis, Hugh, they would hire Hugh Jackson as their head coach. My prediction would be they're not going to fire Marvin Lewis. Any t- every time you think they are, they don't. I would put money on that. Probably um, not. But yeah, I. Honestly, I don't think he's going to perform well. He doesn't have a great offense to work with. He's got a injury-riddled Eifert and uh, uh, injury-riddled uh, AJ Green now to work with. Mm-hmm. Tyler Boyd is their best option. Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon are their best options on offense, and that's Basically. yeah. So, and Mix Mixon's been doing good this year, but he's he's not enough to carry that offense. So. Honestly, even if Lewis gets fired, I don't think Jackson's a good shout there anyway. The best part of this game was Demarius Randall getting a pick on Andy Dalton on the Bengals' sideline right in front of Hugh Jackson and then giving the ball to Hugh Jackson. That was amazing. I don't dance now. I make money moves, honestly. Because literally in my mind. That was the – that was – Prince Petty right there. And in I my mind, it. he gives it to him and says, you can give this back to your quarterback now, and then just yeah, leaves. I... Like, oh, it's so awesome. Yeah, I love DeVarius Randall. Uh, still a little upset that we traded for him or traded him away. <coughs> Excuse me. But, yeah, I like the Browns going forward. I don't think they make the playoffs this year, but no. um, they're they're close to that 8-8 eight and eight record. Obviously, they won't they won't be 8-8. Eight and eight. They, have, they have the one tie, but... I think my prediction at eight and eight, I'll stick to that. I think right. seven and eight, eight and seven, wherever they end up, I like them. They got a bright future with all those young stars. Patriots, Jets. This game was what we thought. It was close early. I hated it. It was 10, 10, 10 going into the half. It was tied thirteen ten at some point or thirteen thirteen, but then the Patriots 
did Patriots thing and they won 27-13. So I don't think we have to talk too much about this game. The Jets are the Jets. I think McCown was starting because I think Darnold's still out. As I pull up the box score here. Yeah, it was McCown. McCown, oh my God. If Josh McCown throws 45 passes, you can pretty much pencil in an L. Mm-hmm. Uh, no no disrespect, but he's he's not the kind of guy to carry a team to a win. Uh, Eagles-Giants. Closer game, closer game than I expected. Honestly. But looking back on it, I can I I can understand why both teams are underperforming. 25-22. Eagles are 5 and 6 now. I could uh no, I could maybe see them sneaking into a wild card, but Saquon having himself another big day, 101 yards. He's looking like the right draft pick there. I you know, I was saying they should have got Rosen, but if this ki- if this continues They'll get Barkley and a top quarterback in the draft this year. So I think it'll work out for them in the, in the long run. So good job, Giants. Uh, also, I believe they have four wins since that boat incident, which was two years two ago. Two years ago, yep. Focus on football. Right. <laughs> yeah. Throw the season, kids. Play, before a playoff, yeah, it's stupid. Uh, yeah. Eagles, both teams are a mess. Like, the Giants need to figure something out. I think they need to ch- – in my mind, they need to change quarterback. Um, but I think I think they're a growing team. This is still the first Pat Shermer year. They have promise on the defensive side, and now they have promise with Saquon and Odell and Sterling Sharp and all that. Sterling Sharp. Sterling Shepard. Uh, they, they have a promising team. I've been saying that. I said that when I made predictions. I just thought the promise would come this year. But – I think the Giants have a brighter future than everyone else thinks. I think if they get a good quarterback in the draft, you know, if they whoever they get Tua, or uh, probably not to, I don't think they'll have high enough. But from you know whoever they yeah. end up with, I I the got uh, the I guy like from, from uh, Oregon. Or I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they get a good quarterback who can be ready right away, or if Eli stays, maybe they can sit the guy for a year, which would be my preference. <laughs> but, oh, uh, we know. Um, <laughs> oh, we know. I think the Giants have a bright future, though. Toilet game of the week. Buccaneers, 49ers. Who gives a shit? Yup. There are combined 6-16, and their records are combined. 49ers, I can relate to your 0-6 away record. I feel that depressing. Um, Twenty-seven to nine. Oh, Winston played today. Oh, that's right. I forgot they. Man, I I picked them because of Fitzpatrick. Forgot that he's not starting anymore. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Winston's gonna be a career backup after this. After this year. Uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about this game. Seahawks Panthers. This game surprised me. Um, also thought the Panthers had a better record, but now that I think about it, they've lost. What did they do last week? I don't remember what they did last week, but they lost to the Steelers two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Now they lost to, yeah, now they lost to the Seahawks. They're six and five, but you know, uh, see, that's the other team. I, I think these are the wild card teams. I think they're both six and five. They're both looking decent. Mm-hmm. I think, I think they both roll in there. McCaffrey had a huge day. He's he's the top performer at rusher and passer or er, receiver for both oh teams. My goodness. 
17 carries, 125 yards, and a touchdown. 11 receptions for 112 yards. Seriously. And a touchdown. Dude put up. Dude gave me 41 fantasy points, so thank you for that. Uh, Jersey incoming at the end of the season because I always Do my, you need any more? I always get my fantasy MVP. Oh, that, oh, then that makes perfect sense. Always get my fantasy Is MVP. Is he your fantasy MVP this year? On that league, at least. Wait, which one are we talking? That'd be the wrestling one. Okay. I'd have to look at my Hawk Talk one. Saquon. I already have the jersey. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, like I said, I think both of these teams are rolling, so I think I think they'll both make the playoffs. Raiders, Ra- Ravens. This team, this game how it went how I thought it did. <laughs> or how it would. <laughs> Who is Gus Edwards? Who? He had 118 res- or rushing yards. Cool. Good job, Baltimore. I guess you found a running back. What? I have no idea. Lamar Jackson had 11 carries for 71 yards. Ty Montgomery, solid eight carries for 51. Cool. Doug Martin, 11 for 51. Not terrible, actually. I thought about picking him up, but that's actually not a bad stat line. One touchdown. Five. That's 11 points. Never mind. Um, I was going to look. Montgomery, three catches for 13. I like to watch what he's doing because, obviously, former Packer. Uh. They only had the one fumble. Derek Carr, no interceptions. So the defense stopped them just outright. Like they never. I, what I'm looking at from this stat line, they only had the two. They only had the one turnover. Right. But they had. They. What I'm. What I gather from that is that they just stopped and they didn't allow first downs. You know. And that. And that's what. Again, this Ravens team. They got a little more than what they probably are normally supposed to, but I guess one of them is a defensive touchdown. They're designed to play defense, run the ball, even though they haven't been running the ball well, but they're designed to play defense and ride that out more than the offense. So they did their job today, and the Raiders are terrible. Are they in line for the first round? They they have to They're be. Two, I think it's. I want to say first overall, it's probably say. between them and the Giants and Niners. The, well, the Niners have to. I think if it's between the Niners, I think they probably have the number one pick. Two and nine, the Niners are, and so are the Raiders. The Niners are going to get the number Giants one. Giants are three and eight. Yeah, I think it'll the be Niners those. are definitely going to. By the time the season ends, will be the Niners with the number one pick, and they will not go quarterback. Cardinals. Who the Cardinals record? Two and nine. They're also up there. Who? Now that you mentioned them, probably Arizona. With the number one? I'd go I'd no, I'd say San Fran. You think so? San Fran or Oakland. I uh, Oh, it, actually not anything, <clears> but yeah, Arizona at least has a quarterback right now. If I had to pick a team to get another win, although San Fran has the tiebreaker in that. As in okay, I guess if we're going from Oakland Oakland would quote unquote have the tiebreaker as far as the first round pick goes because right. San Francisco beat Oakland. I'm gonna go Oakland. <laughs> Because if I'm uh, the the thing I was looking gonna, at, I, I think I might go San Fran. If I were to look at the two teams and say, or the three teams, I guess, for if we're going to include Arizona, what team out of there would you expect not to win any more games? Right. I would say San Francisco. But if I was being honest, I would say none of the teams. <laughs> I would say they all end with two losses. Mm-hmm. I could I could see the Cardinals squeaking one out. Um, but between the Raiders and the Niners, I could see them losing the rest of the season. Oakland getting the number one pick, but I could if I had to pick, I'd say the Oakland Raiders would win one more game, possibly. I don't know the rest of the schedule, but uh, yeah. Speaking of the Cardinals, <laughs> they got tramped, forty-five to ten. Yikes! 
Philip Rivers, he went 25 for 25. Yeah. That beat the record. I don't know where that continued, but he ended at 28 and 29. One incompletion, all game. That is ridiculous. We, uh, this continues our weekly segment of first round of show Philip Rivers some love brought to you by first round KO. Show the Chargers some love. Honestly. Like, <laughs> uh, Melvin, Melvin Gordon, Gordon went, down. went down. Melvin Gordon Jinx. went down with a MCL. So that sucks. And like, that's terrible for that team. In case anyone's wondering, the state of the running back core on my fantasy team is absolute dog shit. Thanks Let's for see. asking. Never mind. And this all it. started. <laughs> I Okay, I wasn't going to bring it up, but you can bring it up. <laughs> it all started with the number one overall pick. <sighs> and then it began with Dalvin Cook forgetting how to play running back. Yep. And then and then it, it continued it with Melvin It just went Gordon. downhill. No, it just went just, downhill. Just not good. But And no. somehow I still have the second best record in the league. Lock in the Chargers for the five seed. Correct. They're they're going to be the first wild card. And yeah, the Chargers are good. Shocker. Who do they play next? Is it Pittsburgh Monday night next or Sunday night next week? Yeah, that'll that's, be a that's good Sunday game. night next week. That'll be a good game. That'll be fun to watch. Um, are we going to Ricks for that or a station or anywhere? For I wouldn't that? mind that. All right, cool. We'll see. Cool. Since since all the Packer games are new and Jesus, one will get. Fle- I'm sure one of them will get flexed. At least the three. Um, and then finally, we had the Colts and the Dolphins. Adam Vinatieri's the GOAT. That's all we got to talk about. <laughs> Adam Vinatieri hitting the game winner. Why was this as close as it was? That is a good question. I believe Tannehill's back at quarterback. That would hit the stats, because if he is, and that explains everything. I could be wrong. Ryan no, Tannehill was back. back at quarterback. Okay, yeah. acceptable then. Never mind. I, I, ret- I retract statement. Um, why was Jacoby Brissett in? <laughs> Maybe he got dinged. Maybe Luck got dinged up for a, uh, It was for a one plays. play. He was it a Hail Mary? No, because it was only, it was a four-yard <laughs> completion. All right, cool. So if it was a Hail Mary, that's a shitty Hail Mary. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good old but, uh, noodle arm, <laughs> which which I know he doesn't have because he has a freaking cannon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. No, uh, Marlon Mack, I, I will continue to say, has evolved into a good weapon for Andrew Luck. Thank God he saved me on fantasy. And you, Nick Chubb. Him up? I have him and I have Nick Chubb. Those are really good picks. I know. Um, <laughs> I know. No, and T.Y. I, had, ain't, I ain't going down without a fight in the Hawks Hog League. That's for damn sure. Uh, T.Y. had a, a big day, as we expect him to, 125 receiving yards. Uh, Chester Rogers had the big catch on, a, I believe it was a third down play, or it was a late play, whatever, to get them into field goal range for Vinatieri to hit that game winner. Uh, but, yeah, Vinatieri's going to – Andrew, look. <laughs> Andrew Luck, it, I I can picture it in my head now. He go. lined up over as a trick play like they do with Flacco and Jackson, and Brissett Brissett must have threw it to him because he's got one catch for four yards. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's the one. That is awesome. I love that I can see. It's a fourth down. It was a fourth down. The video is about to play. Hang on, Luck there converts fourth down on a catch. This is a great way to end the show. I'm really excited about this. There There's an it. ad. I, That's so <laughs> awesome, though. I love that. I love seeing that kind of stuff and piecing it in my head. I want to look at Vinatieri's stats while that's loading. Two for three. He did miss a field goal. Um, But he had three for three on extra points. He's the GOAT. 
I want to see this play. Hold on, full screen. No, go back. Go back. Okay, here we go. Brissette, luck. They were rushing. They thought they were going to run it, and it's luck for the catch. <laughs> he got drilled. He did get drilled, but he got luck. Got it. Oh my goodness. Well, I want to see where this was in the Pink. game because that's ballsy by Frey. Yeah, and he uh, came. Is that about Sarkeesian? Yeah. Is that who's their head coach? I, no. No. Frank something. Yeah. I don't know. Can but. we talk about how the defensive back came in ready to just murder Andrew now, Luck see, because he realized he wasn't in the pocket and he could get away with it? Now, that's an interesting hit. That's full body weight. He is a receiver at that He's point. lined up as a receiver, so right. it wouldn't count. I'm just I'm just saying that's interesting. That's, I that's that's why he came in so full speed ahead because he saw the number of toes. He's like, said, oh, I'm going to kill you now. Ask any you, defensive, ain't got, you ain't got the pocket to protect you. Ask any defensive player. If you have any shot at a quarterback... When they, you know, when you won't get, you know, you won't get penalized for a, a big hit. Assuming that you don't do anything illegal with right. that hit. As long as it's a legal hit, you're any to, defender will you're take that opportunity. You're trying to lay the smackdown Ask on them. any defender, they will always oh, take that I opportunity. Oh, I would. You can't tell me you wouldn't. Let's see. Oh, it's second. Oh, okay. It's second. I'm saying you second can't, quarter. I'm saying you can't say you wouldn't. No, yeah. I thought that was late in the game. I was like, that's ah, ballsy. But no, I like that call. That's a great call. They did that in the second quarter? Second that's quarter. That's still ballsy. You gonna have Andrew Luck get his his That's bell true. rung That's in the true. second quarter. I didn't think of that. Trying no. to get cute. I completely knowing agree. that Excuse Luck me. wasn't already one of the most hit quarterbacks in the last few years. True. Quentin Nelson will help that though. Oh boy. Ah! <laughs> That's fucking video. That's my favorite video. If for anyone who for some reason hasn't seen that video, just look up Quentin Ye- Quentin Nelson yelling. I'm sure you'll find it. But yeah. Great week in the NFL. Uh, I didn't get to watch any games. I was traveling back home today. Yeah. Uh, we only watched the Packer game. But, uh, no, it was a good week in the NFL. My picks, I think, were decent. I had three going into the late games, so I'll have to tally that up later. But, uh, nope, good week in fantasy for me. Terrible week for my three teams, but you know what? Shit happens. That always seems to happen around my birthday. I remember one year, my birthday was on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And all three teams played, and they all lost. <laughs> it was one of the most depressing things I've ever seen. Um, but anyway, you know, fun week of football. I'm excited for Titans Texans. That's gonna be a really good game. Same. I probably won't watch. I won't watch it. We're gonna be up Monday night. We Raw. are gonna be up Monday night. Raw. Um, I'll get alerts. Yeah, I was gonna say we'll get alerts. I'll I'll be checking it because that's gonna be a good game. Um, I'm excited to see. I hope Houston keeps it rolling. I really I like cheering for them. JJ, obviously, I like Hopkins. Now they got Demaryius Thomas. I, I like cheering for them. So I, I hope they keep this rolling. I, ho- I hope they continue to be continue to be a really good team. Um, and I think they do. I think they, especially at home against the Titans, I think they keep that rolling. Titans have been, yeah, they've been the Detroit of the, of the, of the uh, AFC this year. They've been very week by week. So we'll see what Titans team we get. Hopefully the Texans keep it rolling. And yeah, uh, no episode, not, not no episode, late episode, late in the week for Wednesday. Connor's going to a concert on Tuesday night. I'm so pumped. So we can't record Tuesday, but we'll just, we're just going to record Wednesday. That's fine. Doesn't, doesn't affect too, too much. You'll just, it'll just be late in the day on Wednesday that you'll get the uh, episode. Uh, but other than that, I think that's all we got. Wrestling Wednesday Mm -hmm. on Wednesday. Um, and then thir- week 13 recap, not recap, predictions on Friday. 
Yeah. 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 And I'm, you're going to hear all about our Monday Night Raw experience, oh, I'm sure, oh, on Wednesday. Oh, oh, oh. Which means it's just going to be a bunch of geeking out by both of us. This is going to be my first WWE event, and it's only my second, so I'm still, I'm still in, pri- I'm still in that prime geek out I'm phase. So, yeah, I'm so excited. But anyway, thank you all for listening. Yeah. Connor, take us out. Will do. First round KO on Stitcher, which, which people actually listen to. Hi, Leah. <laughs> um, on iTunes because podcast the podcast app is cool and we're on itunes and that's dope and i told and i told some of my family members and like no way i was like yes way it's still weird to see you know pat mcafee 2.0 pete pardon my take you know talk is jericho wrestle wrestle culture what culture or uh wrestle ramble First on KO. It's, <laughs> right. just, it's it's still it's just weird to see my name on exactly. iTunes. It's it's so cool though. And of course, home base SoundCloud. In which, speaking of SoundCloud, Hanny dropped a new song. Go listen. Yeah, go listen. Anyways, uh, on Twitter, follow the podcast at frko podcast. Follow Kyle at Olson two K eighteen. Follow the soon-to-be emotional wreck after a football game in the form of me at Connor Moore underscore seven. Links in the description. And, and definitely give me a follow because I've been really funny on Twitter lately. You have really been killing it. I've been killing it. Like my social media game has been like usually I'm usually I'd, I'd sit here and be like, wow, wait a fucking like don't it, dislocate your shoulder, patting yourself on the back. But, but you've been on a fucking roll on anyway. Twitter. Like it. <laughs> yeah, you're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Like literally, like when Tyler and I are looking at it during the booth, like like before the game, I, we were just looking at some of your tweets at home, and I I literally said the, that exact phrase. I was just like, "He's doing the Lord's work right now." I def- I definitely recommend not to pat myself, but definitely recommend going to look back at my uh, my tomahawk like log oh, of the chronicles, <laughs> the chronicles of my days in tomahawk that I was tweeting over Thanksgiving oh, break. Oh my there. lord! I was treating tomahawk like it was a safari adventure. It was very fun. Damn, it seemed like it. Yeah. All right. In the next episode, you'll get ready to hear us freaking geek out about what happened that Monday Night Raw and a lot, a lot to talk about about WWE. Like it might be a long episode, but I have so much that I need to talk about. Until next time. <laughs> I can't wait. We'll see you guys when we shock the system since day one ish. Things are getting eerie like the lake is down in Michigan. Had a good year, kinda tired. We're the Michelin at the finish line. Go get the checkered flag. Take a couple more shots. That's extended mag. I don't mean to brag. You smell the cinder bag. I pull up solo at the function. I'm a tennis stag, stone cold bachelor, acid rapping chancellor. Couple years an amateur, but never had a chance. We are. You see me as a challenge to manage your intuition.